0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: brand new episode of threes from the ring podcast it's your boy chris j back again with my boy trail and just like how we start every episode until we get to over 100 or whatever we will list the player with based on episode number we're on and this is 72 i believe and with that being said the only person to ever wear the jersey, number 72, was Jason Capono, who I actually know. I actually know who Jason Capono is. 2K legend at one point. Uh, He wore 72 when he played for the 76ers in 2010 and 2011. Uh, For those that really don't know who Jason Capono is, he uh was, at one point, was considered one of the best shooters in the league. Sound uh, like he could shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's white. Uh, one season... <laughs> He shot 50%, 51% from three. Golly. In the season preceding that, he shot 48% from three.
0: Golly, that nigga was accurate.
1: For his career, he shot over 43%, which is God, really but he just
0: trashed everything else? Yes. Man, that nigga was a walking bucket. why he want on a bronze team?
1: I think he was. Was he on the Cavaliers? He was on the Cavaliers one year with LeBron. I think his second year. So, but he did win a championship with the Heat uh, in two thousand five, two thousand six. I but uh, he he used to have a torch on two K. Like I used to on that when I used to play with the Heat on two K. Better than Mike Miller. Oh yeah, because like with Mike Miller, I was lighting niggas up. But like Jason Capono had a shot. Where it was just like easy to get down and literally, if he was open, it was going in pretty much. But shout out to Jason Capone, OG. I hope you're doing well in life and all of that prospering and all that good stuff. So, see, you got a moment because I remember you, who you are. Uh, But yeah, so, uh, been a pretty interesting past week. Good weekend in terms of wrestling, basketball. Depends on what you've been paying attention into. But we're yeah. going to go straight into wrestling because that's what's been the heat Uh the heat lately so uh let's go ahead and go straight into mania uh all i'm gonna say is i'm impressed i was impressed uh i would say my expectations were pretty low uh to like low to medium like let's just say if i had to rank it out of 10 i was probably like a five in terms of like my expectations for this mania because i've just because of the changes and all of that but i would say this is Probably off rip, and this is just coming off like barely 24 hours of just uh, the weekend. Mania weekend ending. I would say this is like a maybe a top 10, top 12 mania, maybe to me. So we'll revisit that maybe one day in the near future. Uh, But definitely one, definitely a really great mania, especially with the uh, expectations that was put on it and just. Excuse me, the controversy surrounding it as well. So shout out to Vicks McMahon, shout out to the uh wrong SmackDown rosters. Y'all did y'all thing. Production crews, y'all did y'all thing. So like dead ass, like y'all did y'all thing. Get a nice round of applause for me. I'm impressed. Uh your initial thoughts. Uh so
0: me, I never have high expectations for wrestling. Um so I, I go in with no expectations. I'm um, I'm a very very, if it's fire, it's fire, if it's mid, it's mid type of guy. Because I watch wrestling like Ken how I watch anime, to understand I try to get something out of it or what they're trying to portray. So, um, this mania, it was good. I think it was a lot of, I think a lot of matches want to be way better with crowds,
1: of course, particularly Brian and,
0: and Drew's day two matches, they did way better with a crowd. um Um, and uh, uh, and I think the Raya Ripley match too. When it did better with the crowd, but other than that, like I think God, a crowd wasn't wasn't a part of this Mania. I really do, because the five five Funhouse and the Boneyard match, we would never got that with a crowd.
1: Mm -hmm. And I feel like those elevated just how great this Mania was, just overall. Like, the entire experience, uh, like, I really, really appreciate it as a whole. But, uh, but yeah, so, let's go ahead and just recap. Let's start off with night one. Uh, so, I didn't watch the neither kickoff show, but I heard Cesaro and Gulak had a really solid match.
0: That's what's up. I didn't watch it, though. Uh, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I don't, Me and kickoff shows don't see how eye that, eye, you know?
1: Man, not for me either. be that way sometimes. But uh probably I'll go back and revisit that match later. But uh but op- night one opened up with the women's tag team uh women's tag team belts on the line, Kabuki Wars versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Nikki Cross. Uh overall like it was a really solid match. I enjoyed it. Uh regardless, uh I feel like it was time for the belts to come off uh Oscar and Kairi Sane. Uh, they ran a course with it. I feel like they brought a lot of prestige to the belt in itself. The belt's in itself. It's just mm-hmm. more along the lines of finding tag teams for, once again, women tag teams for them to go up against more than anything at this point. But I feel like with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, you can bring <clears throat> you could bring back, uh, what's their name?
0: Uh, Iconic.
1: Yeah, the Iconics. You could bring them back in the picture. Uh, you can possibly... Put somebody with Tamina for a tag team, uh, even Naomi as well. So it's like it's it's opportunities now because just the Oscar's is literally Oscar G. Like people sit there and say, "Oh my God, well she's not the same Oscar." I'm like, she still puts on great matches, and when she wins, she legit wins, and when she loses, it's because she probably didn't lose cl- like clean. Put it that way, uh, but. But yeah, but overall I really enjoyed the match. Uh shout out to Nikki Cross getting her first legit belt between WWE and NXT. So I didn't know that, but shout out to her. Uh but yeah, I really enjoyed the match. Uh overall it was a solid, cool match to open up. Oh wait, no one have they they had
0: the tag team titles before. No
1: no, them no, they it
0: didn't.
1: From them No they didn't. Yes they did. Asking, no uh, that's where they got it from. I thought they got it from the Iconics. No, that's what they beat. I could have sworn they beat the
0: Iconics. No, they was the first champs, bro. Like, they, I mean, not the first champs. They was the first. She was her, She was the first Scottish champ at that time. Um, yeah, bro. They got that from the um. I thought it was they, daily. Cause no, you two heels can't go against each other.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I think. All right. Uh, but yeah, so either way, shout out to uh, Nikki Cross, getting be on two-time champ, Alexa Bliss adding to her uh, decent resume. Uh, there's nothing to really say about Corbin and Elias' match. Nope. Honestly, if we had to rank all the matches of the card between both nights, this is easily probably being number, like, the bottom. This is easily last place. Uh, so yeah, nothing to really add about this match, like, Shout to Elias for winning. Uh, It's whatever. Uh, So next was Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, Shout! Look, I'm not a Shayna Baszler fan, but WWE Shayna Baszler is entertaining as hell. Entertaining as hell. Way better than NXT Shayna Baszler in terms of ring work. I don't know what Paul Heyman told her how to make her her matches just a little bit more entertaining. But they have been way better in terms of how she's her uh, match flow goes. Even with Becky Lynch, she was also kind of a slow-paced wrestler. Like, I really enjoyed the pacing, the action that this match brought. What'd you say?
0: My bad. My little brother's uh, extremely annoying. What'd you say?
1: I just say pretty much. Uh, I really enjoyed... I feel like this match isn't getting enough credit, pretty much, but because of who was in the rankings some people don't like Shayna Baszler and then, you know, the Becky Lynch fatigue.
0: Yeah. Much. Um, but I
1: really enjoyed the match. I feel like this is, was one of the – I ain't going to say it was one of top five match of this card, but it's really underappreciated. Yeah, I, I think it's cool. Uh,
0: I'm glad they got it out of the way. Uh, they did a better job in um, – Fixing the card this mania,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, because um, I think that match in itself, Shayna works better in short bursts, um, and that match wasn't as long. Uh, she 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 won clean and she looked dominant. I think mm-hmm. that's the best way for you to always have Shayna, especially. With how good she is and things of that nature, um, when she can be extremely dominant and stuff like that, and you can see that in that match, she had kind of got like a cheek on Becky's armor. So, um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to what's next for them, too.
1: Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not necessarily mad that Becky Lynch won. Uh, I was expecting Shayna to come out winning, but I'm cool with them prolonging it, especially since uh-huh. Becky won. In well, shit, uh, I almost got choked out. Let me get a lucky pinfall. So so I made both of them come out still looking solid. So I'm not necessarily mad. Um, Would you... This just popped up in my mind. Would you be mad if they did an Iron Woman match for their next match?
0: An Iron Woman match? Yes, because, like I said... Yeah, so a best... Better for them would be a Last Woman Standing match, but an Iron Woman match, it's too That's long. It's thirty minutes to an hour, yeah. at least. And like I was saying, she can't work my matches, my matches my. that fast. I mean that 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 long. It's not a bad thing. The same thing with like Brock and Goldberg. You don't want to see Brock and Goldberg because they gas they, they gas out. Yeah. So you don't want to see them in extremely elongated yeah. matches and. Yeah, um to the point that we like, you know, we watching Brock and Goldberg or this and that, you don't want to you don't want to see it no more. So I think uh, that they should should get like that last woman standing match and just have Shayna dominate her. You know, yeah. Becky get her, her, her pokes in and stuff like that. But for the most part, Shayna just destroys her. And then that would be better.
1: Yeah. Or a cage match. I can honestly see a cage match, maybe.
0: Cage match, too. And hopefully nobody lose, like, through, you know, uh, what's this called? Um, going, somebody leaving out through the door or something like that. That'd be better. Yeah. But, like, she absolutely dominates her day. Actually, she dominates her throughout the case till Becky can't move no more, and then she just walks out.
1: Casually walks out. I would love that. <laughs> I would, I would, I would that. probably laugh. I would laugh, G. But, uh, yeah. alright, so moving on, Sammy Zayn and on. Dan Bryan. Uh, I, I, I said this in, uh, in the party while we was, uh, watching Mania, but I was disappointed because I thought, disappointed, but then I thought about it later on, that Sami Zayn probably is just being really protected because he is, like you said, injury prone. But also, I also might just think he's not fully healthy yet either because he did come back from what a double shoulder injury or whatever. So they're really being careful. Uh, and oh, then I thought Apollo Cruz was about to get his beard freaking kicked off. Um, but yeah, uh, they still fighting. Yes, they're actually having a really long, fun match. They're really making Apollo Cruz look decent, man. Uh, shout out to Alistair Black. But, um... But, yeah. Um, but, yeah. I, I was... I, like I said, I think Sammy's just probably not fully 100% or they just really protecting him. But, uh... for what it was, it was a cool match. I just thought we was actually going to get a match-match from them. So.
0: Yeah, um... Uh, with the... The Daniel Bryan and, um... Uh, Sami Zayn match. I, I I personally, I was expecting more too, but then again, that's another one of the matches that probably want to work better for a crowd for spots and things of that nature. Yeah, and um, that that probably want to help, but yeah, you know, I don't if, they know were go this if, route. if
1: that what you say, especially since they went this route, the crowd would have probably sold, ate, sold this a little bit better than no crowd.
0: Yeah, but, um, yeah, uh I don't know. I want to see more, but the fact that, that David Barnes with, with Gulak and, and and Sammy is with those Mick uh, slash upper card wrestlers, there's a good chance we're going to see a lot of great matches and just the independent doing when Sammy get turned on by them two niggas. Out the, I think they call it like the artist collective or something like that. It's a trash name to me, but I understand they see wrestling as art. But um, um but yeah, uh, what was I thinking? I'm sorry, I just seen some chick get hit by a tile on Twitter <laughs> while trying to get some wrestling information. It's um, not funny,
1: but. People get hit by cars. You know, I think car. she okay.
0: I think she was inside of a car. I gotta finish watching the video. But uh okay. the um I wanna see more come out from this match. Uh hopefully we do, but who knows? WWE might be going to this hiatus, so who knows?
1: Um now I feel like this Why? is one of the match uh probably like I would say top four match. One of the top four matches, uh, John Morrison versus Kofi versus Jimmy Uso, uh, for tag team titles. Now, the concept in itself that they had one person for each team represented was weird, but I feel like it helped the pacing of the match and allowed us to get the spots that we needed. And also, John Morrison, in the ladder match is fire, and they Kofi, of course, is Kofi's gonna do some crazy stuff. Uh, besides his hair looking like Sour Patch uh, wor- uh, Worms. but um, And shout out to Jimmy Uso too. He did his thing. But I really enjoyed this match. It was fun. Fast-paced. Didn't last too long. Because like I said, if, it was nah. t- if, if both teams was in it, it would have dragged on a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but like the pacing of this was really good while also giving us the spots in action that we really needed. And also, I'm not mad at Morrison uh and in the mids technically retaining. Uh especially since uh we'll talk about it later. I think they're about to push the push for uh heavy machinery is about to be on, on the way soon. So Yeah. And also that Spanish but, fly um, was uh that Spanish fly Morrison did with Kofi was crazy. Also Kofi did a dance hall move off the top
0: rope. I think to did he like he did that dance hall movie just jump on the chick. Oh yeah. I think he did it to a hurricane or something like that or I don't know what he did but it was
1: that was cold. Yeah, I, I, I remember that now. I was like I I thought I I'm like, yeah, that was that was heat. See, like I said, we was getting it was a lot of shit in that match. Like I yeah. f- probably, that's one of those I'm gonna rewatch because I probably missed some stuff just thinking about it. Uh we really don't care about Mojo Riley winning the twenty four seven belt. Okay. Uh Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. I enjoyed Slapper. this match from start to finish. Even even the uh and the fact that Seth Rollins two times makes it even grand. She'll so shout out to KO having his moment. Uh also Ooh. Seth Rollins came out with the fire jacket G. All white with the priest jacket, fire G.
0: Pure heat. Yeah. Yeah, and the Messiah, the Messiah is man. People underweight Seth Rollins on how good he freaking be is just because you don't, know, you know, parent to people on the internet, and he actually take up for the place that he works. Um 'cause cause uh, man, that dude is so freaking good. Um, um, uh, but yeah. I enjoyed that match. You already know Kevin Owens doubted that he was gonna do it somewhere. Uh, It was rumors that was going that he was supposed to do it off the pirate ship.
1: (laughs) I I I wouldn't be mad at that if that actually if that was the original plan. But I understand you got to downgrade it because of uh, you know. But he did have his mania moment he said he never really had, so I respect it, uh, but yeah, really good match, uh, really, really good match, Goldberg versus Braun Strowman, uh, look, people say, look, in terms of what we expected, this is probably, what, one minute, it lasted one minute shorter than what Reigns and Goldberg probably would have been, and honestly, just seeing Goldberg get his ass whooped was even better. Yeah,
0: I uh, yeah. would have probably seen him and Roman just duel
1: out spears
0: exactly. For like five Until, minutes, but I don't
1: I'm care. fine. Yeah, like, I, but just seeing Goldberg just get his ass whooped because Braun ate this, what, three, four spears and then proceeded to just literally just mm. power slam multiple times, I'm perfectly fine with. I'm perfectly fine with the result because Goldberg doesn't have the belt. That's on. Doesn't figure out what they want to do with Braun. Uh, I'm perfectly fine with him and uh, Reigns going at it for a, a couple months. So it's not a problem to me. Uh, moving on. Uh, it's the main event: Undertaker versus AJ in the Boneyard match. Slapper, pure slap. One of the greatest production work I've seen in WWE, and I watched the Marine and uh. What's that movie with Kane? Uh,
0: continue with explaining how
1: good the match is. I don't remember <laughs> that Kane movie, man. Well, <laughs> man, this is—it was quality WWE production here, and uh, okay, Miles. I don't care that you need a white name. Miles is very much a white name. But um, point of it all is, this match was everything that I didn't know I needed. Uh, Undertaker looked super super like god tier and aj still look good seeing undertaker literally uh send luke Gyros to the shadow Ring was lit <laughs> uh shout out to the uh video clip of it in my phone for that would be used in one perfect purposes but everything about this match was fun entertaining i loved it and shout out to uh bruce pritchard in his very creative ass mind because it was one it was a very, very wonderful match.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I liked it. Everything about it was really, really good. Oh uh, I, I particularly just yeah, Just get AJ off of TV for a minute and get uh old old Carl Edison and Luke Dallas on TV as
1: well. You're muffled up him, bro, I can't hear you.
0: I mean, old old Carl Anderson and Luke Gallo to get off TV and get some rest. Just like, uh, cause, you know, Carl Anderson needs to spend some time with his hot agent wife. Have you ever seen his wife?
1: Yes. Yes, I have seen his Man,
0: is bad. bad. She's, she's really she's <laughs>
1: she's Um. So, yeah. Uh,
0: so, good to see that. But in terms of, like, we got everything we needed. We got, I knew we couldn't get Limp biscuit. To play keep rolling, rolling, rolling live, yeah. But R. R. getting that Metallica was was good too. So, yeah. um, yeah. also, uh, it was so out of this world that it made it that good. Being out of this world like that, being so, so too much, made it better than what it should be. I mean, better than. You know, the fact that we didn't have
1: to take it serious...
0: Yeah. ...was a great thing.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that, and... And then, I feel like... Because, like, we all know that Undertaker is just not Undertaker anymore more in the right. We know that plain and simple. So, this is a perfect way to make Undertaker look really, really good uh, match-wise... ...while also not really doing much harm to AJ's character... By just losing to, like damn, that Undertaker's really washed up. So I really I'm cool with how this overall went, and I definitely agree is a good way to write AJ off until SummerSlam or around that time frame because I'm pretty sure AJ and in the OC are about due for a break anyway. Moving on, uh, night two, uh, we really don't care about the kickoff show match. Uh, shout shout to Liv Morgan for winning. Um. So, opened up with the NXT Women's Championship match, and this slapped. But also, I'm very, very, (laughs) Uh, shout out to Byron G. Shout out to, uh, but yeah, but I'm also very shocked by the overall result of this match. Because if you tell me that uh, Charlotte Flair was going to beat Rare Ripley,
0: I have to thank you.
1: I'll probably have been like it's I'll probably have been like you probably twenty five percent captain. But um I'm shocked, but I'm not mad at it. They really it was a really good back and forth match throughout they were both beating and living daylights out of each other. Uh and also it made me really appreciate rear uh wrestling a lot more. Like a lot a lot more. Uh, but it just also like it. But, like, also I'm cool with, now that, now, like, thinking about it, I'm not mad at the result because, like, gee, Charlotte is dang near top, like, literally the GOAT of the women of this generation, damn near. So, beating Charlotte and then you're trying to build up NXT, uh, it's like, alright, we're kind of in a situation now. So, but, uh. I'm interested to see how Charlotte just seeing Charlotte work with some, who's in NXT right now like Il Shirai uh who else is down there like it's a lot of talent over there that she can help build up so I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes so and also seeing her in a match probably against a uh, female Gargano is gonna be funny as hell cause that's gonna probably be one of the longest matches ever so uh mm-hmm. but yeah, your thoughts on the match <gasps>
0: Oh, no, uh, it was a little slow pace for me, but um, I enjoyed it still. Kind uh, of wish for you know, I don't know what to say. I I understand why Charlotte wins, but I, I anybody was switch to Charlotte at this point. Um. She wins everything, and I'm not getting annoyed. Though. I'm just like, dang, dog. She literally wins everything, everything. and um, which is, you can say it's cool because it it makes everything you know bigger for her. But, but dog, she wins everything.
1: But <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I think, you but uh, I think you see how many times yeah, she's a I, woman's champion altogether. Keep talking about a lot. I think she had a, I think she had a title for each year she had been in the company almost. Let's see, uh, let's see, where's her Wikipedia? Let's see, she, doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo. championships and accomplishments. Let's see, two-time NXT champion, one-time Divas champion, four-time Raw champion, five-time. Uh, SmackDown women's champion. So 19, 12 She's a twelve-time women's champion. G plus has a royal rumble. <laughs> she's okay. Just to call her the goat of of uh, this generation of women's kind of disrespectful. She just based off accomplishment. She is the goat. Mm. She is yeah yeah. But she was on ESPN
0: saying she don't want to be that, which I respect. Yeah, of course, um, definitely. She says she don't want to be the goat. She she says she don't want to be the greatest women wrestler. She literally said she just wanted it's all said and done, I want to be considered one of the best wrestlers.
1: And even then
0: in uh there. And, and ever, and I think that's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. happen.
1: Like she's like just in terms of just like even if you like okay, like in terms of pure women. She's easily up there. Like, if we got to... Even we got to factor in, unfortunately, yeah, we got to throw in racist-ass Tessa Blanchard in the picture. She's arguably is, like, up there in terms of one of the best wrestlers, male and... Men and women. Easily. Like, there's no exception. And in terms of all-time status, like, she already... She has a Royal Rumble victory, and even in terms of just, like just off like other like off websites and stuff cbs has her has given her a match of the year not male or female but legit match of the year she has a feud of the year so like she has a respectable accomplishment that's even respected like outside of like wwe so she has she has a conversation and she's only going to win more like, she's legit going to win more. Like, she is going to be probably a 15-time champion before it's all said and done.
0: Mm.
1: So. Yeah, no, no. She, she's definitely going to break her
0: her father's record. Um, um, I don't know. I just, yeah, I agree. I'll rock with her, though. I, I really, really rock with her, so. Yeah, I'm not like uh, I, I enjoy
1: Charlotte, so. yeah. Uh, but yeah, but overall, like, if I also wouldn't be shocked that they do have a back and forth with the belt as well for NXT, but depending on who wins that uh ladder match that's going to be on NXT this week, uh, Bobby I need
0: Smith,
1: EO to win that, yeah, I need EO Shirato to win because her and Charlotte going at it would be fun, extremely fun, and I need that. You know? Wait, but I see Ray Ripley eventually getting the belt back? Or, or just send her ass to Raw SmackDown.
0: Whoa. Because
1: to me, I don't feel like she doesn't need to do necessarily anything else on NXT. That's just how I look at it. But, um, moving on. uh, Aleister Black versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, Plain and simple. Decent. Yeah, it was a decent match. Uh... Bobby Lashley's now wearing long tights. I don't know how long this is going to last, but Cook, my brother, but Aleister Black kicked, kicked the shine off his head, and I'm perfectly fine with the match ending that way. Uh, Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. The highlight of this match was Mandy Rose, and that is all we're saying in regards to that. Um, Edge versus Randy Orton, last man standing match. Loved it. Loved every part of it. I'm and I'm a sucker for, because this is just me, I don't like in these type of matches, whether it is a false count, Anywhere match or Last Man Standing match, that it takes place mostly in the ring. Like those matches, I feel like you need, even street fights too, street fights and hardcore matches, all those type of matches, I feel like those are always better when you move outside the ring. And the fact that it stayed in the ring for a little bit, and then you see just go through the whole performance center, great TV. Uh, and also, shout uh, out to the cameraman. They took bumps too in this match. So, uh, overall, enjoyed it. And also, shout out to Randy Orton, with probably one uh, top five mania entrance of all time, because he dressed up as the cameraman and started the match with RKO. Yeah.
0: Um... Uh, what about to say? Oh uh, yeah, uh, match was long as crap. It was. You know, it did was drag, to... but I super it... long. Somebody said that thing was like forty minutes or something like that. It was Extremely long. Uh, worked better with the crowd, but it was good regardless. I uh, do not like uh edges sent submission, but that's just like a nitpicking, yeah. Um, that's really just like nitpicking. Um, but what was I gonna say? Um. I think personally for me um I would love to see uh uh Edge go against I don't know who they put him up against. Somebody said Alistair Black said black master. Uh that like <laughs> but I don't know who he goes against now.
1: Yeah, like with uh, the, I feel like that's one of those uh wait and see type things with Edge. I feel like just he deserves to be used part time,
0: so I probably we
1: probably yeah. won't really see him until SummerSlam. Honestly, yeah. um. So, also, uh, yeah, I know, but it's like with for everything being so unsure right now with uh the Rona Pack out here wild, and we just it's one of those things we just gotta like, all right, let's see how what happens, um. But uh also, did you feel like people were over exaggerating about the uh or like Orton trying to hang edge uh on the
0: Well, people didn't over exaggerate because only two people said it, me and Dave Meltzer. So Dave Meltzer just said people backstage said something and people take folks' word as golden because if the god if people backstage didn't like it, it was it was taped. They would it have been shot edited it. out
1: easily. Yeah, it it, it could have just out. been edited out. Exactly. But yeah. So.
0: Yeah. So can. that's stupid. Like niggas need to quit taking folks' word as gold.
1: Yeah, definitely agree. Um,
0: uh,
1: but yeah, so overall, good match. Great fun match. Uh, people being a little negative on it. it if it's outside the length, I don't really see why you being negative, but great storytelling. Like, you felt the emotion throughout the match, and also uh, just the simple fact that um, Edge was just selling that neck so well, dude. So freaking well. But, uh, great match. Uh, Raw tag team title, Street Profits uh, versus Austin Theory and Angel Garza. I'm glad Street Profits won, and also led to the great uh, and it led to the uh, great uh, Bianca Belair debut on Raw, well, to the main roster. So I'm, I was cool with this match either way. Hmm. Uh,
0: we talk about the Angel guards and what's his face, right? Yep. All right, cool, cool match. Uh, I was actually building a city on city skylines when this match was happening, but very, very happy <laughs> to see. Bianca Bella or Raw. Yeah. Uh, very very
1: happy. And we all we yeah. all know Montez Ford is even more happier. That man wasted no time by saying God is good on his Twitter page. Uh and yeah. like I and God is good for him. God I darn swear. like G. you
0: did for Sally can you do for Sue. <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> hey man Please. shout out to, shout out to the pastor quote, man. That's a pastor quote right there. But uh But, yeah, like, and man deserves to say God is good because he gets to wake up to Bianca Billet every goddamn day. And he gets to literally be around her all the time now. So, hey, blessings. Uh, Then the SmackDown Women's Championship match. This was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. A lot better. Uh, They made everybody look respectable, even Tamina. Uh, Even though people keep saying she walks around like she has doo-doo on her pants. But that's <laughs> unfortunate, it really is. <laughs> but overall, uh, definitely cool with uh, I, I was cool with the result. I had a feeling Bailey was gonna win, but it did start putting the seeds towards the Sasha Banks Bailey feud that we've been pegging for for the longest. And also, it, shout out to Lacey Evans continuing to just look solid in these uh spots that they put her in as well. So,
0: Mm. Uh, Seth Rollins is just beating the crap out of a black dude, but um, yeah, uh, that, that tag match was decent. decent with uh, oh, we was talking about the, the freaking women's match. My bad. Yeah. Women's match is really good. Another situation where they probably want to work better with a crowd. Um, and I'm thinking they probably, I thinking they probably want to push this. Um, Becky I said Becky not bad Bailey, and Sasha feud till probably SummerSlam
1: yeah that's why I see it uh,
0: uh and then you do them. A, she, Becky probably I mean Sasha probably get the belt from her before SummerSlam but they get they they, they, they close her match at a SummerSlam um uh, Sasha Banks have won zero WrestleMania yeah. I think she's 0 for 5 or 0 for 7 or something like that mm. Off of five, things were really, really wild. Uh, so it would have been a perfect time to give it to her. Um, but I understand why they didn't. If they want to, I, bro, I was just like, bro, if Lacey ever's win, I will punch somebody.
1: <laughs> the thing is, I, really I would, I necessarily would have gotten mad depending on like how Sasha got involved. That's how I yeah. look at it. But, like, I will say this, late like, well, this time last year, Lacey Evans was green as hell and got moved to the main roster. I will say this, she has, even though she consistently freaking gets TV time, she has made the most of it and has shown a lot of improvement. She will probably end up being in the title picture again before the year is out or by next Mania, depending on how the crowd reacts to her. Let me put it that way. Uh, But, yeah, so moving on. uh, So, shout out to, once again, Bruce Pritchard. Because this nigga was high. High. Mm -hmm. As hell. As we had John Cena versus uh, Bray Wyatt in the Firefly Funhouse. And I think it made me really sit there and realize... That these niggas had to do some quality cocaine when they wrote this shit. But also, I appreciate the fact that John Cena is a great actor. And also the fact that <laughs> Bray Wyatt is such a great character. Yeah. He worked character. I didn't say wrestler. Great character. That this work so great.
0: So freaking great. I have to find that freaking video. But, um, it's a video I'm going to put in the chat. Yeah, y'all laugh, when y'all see it. But, uh, but um, <laughs> uh um I just saw a video of, of her with, with playing 2K with his new chick and she got up and moved and he flinched and they said oh man got PTSD Hell
1: so, yeah. <laughs> <heart>. <laughs> uh,
0: But no um match is amazing like setting the tone of like that was a this is your life Cena but in a way, way, way better. If somebody came with this thing on Reddit, mind you, it was from Reddit, so yeah. take it how you want, but how the Fiend only can beat people who unsure of themselves and and who's who's not playing their true self. I mean, who's not being their true self. Uh, who who has multiple, like, you know, he, he beats people with multiple things, like who has multiple layers to their character. And... He wouldn't beat Roman or he wouldn't beat, he didn't beat Goldberg because Goldberg has been the same <laughs> person <laughs> for ever since he always, he has never been nothing but Goldberg. He beat, he beat Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins turned back to Hero Rollins. He beat Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan shaved his hair back to the indie baby face that he is. Who else he beat? He like, beat the Miz. Niggas, Miz is
1: yo, this nigga that uh, Seth Rollins about to beat up. I'm with, sorry to
0: cut you off. What, what? happened?
1: The nigga that Seth Rollins is beating up looked like he just left high school gym. Uh, yeah, man, they said he being Folk's
0: yeah. off insecure. <laughs> but no, so he he beat the
1: Miz, and the Miz
0: went back to tag team with John Morrison It'd the hill. So that's a lot that he's going to the scene, character. It's really, really good. The God darn at the end before he hit the sister Abigail it was what Cena said. Oh yeah, Cena's about. monologue, G.
1: woo wee Ooh. <laughs> G, that was, I was like, oh, okay. We're, we're going all the way here. We're going all the way negative here. Yeah,
0: they... <laughs> they did what they had to do. They did what they
1: had to Oh, uh, you're muffled up, bro. Uh, uh, they did what
0: they had to do. It, it was really, really nice.
1: And, and also, did. shout out to the fame for making John Cena go heel.
0: Oh, mm. uh,
1: for like 20 seconds. That's all it took. <laughs> we, we got what we wanted. We got yeah. what we wanted. And also, uh, shout out to Eric Bischoff <laughs> for posting that video on Twitter saying, uh, I got fired a few uh, months ago. And now I'm main eventing WrestleMania. I died. <laughs> hey. Like, I, like, shout out to uh, Eric Bischoff because I was like, dog. Uh, and also, I really need to buy a red NWO shirt badly. Um, then we get Brock versus Drew McIntyre. And once again, shout out to Brock Lesnar for making uh, Drew look like a million bucks. Uh, and also shout out to uh drew for taking advantage of the moment this match this is another match that was solid but will be really great with a crowd mainly for drew's sake mainly for drew's sake
0: danny birch and only larkin is is here and yeah uh, you probably
1: behind but what the heck no like that was before the seth rollins match only birch and uh only larkin uh fought uh what's his name drew i mean ricochet and uh cedric alexander
0: uh, yeah, um, I like how they redoing the volume match too. Oh,
1: no. Nice. Uh, yeah, it. they redoing it
0: to show once again that they are geniuses in the production area. Mm. But um, yeah. uh... Talking about oh, he's talking about the scene. Yeah, I mean, no, oh, we talk about Drew. Yeah, I love how. Brock stayed in the ring the entirety of Drew McIntyre's celebration. Yeah. He literally stayed in the middle of the ring and so, let him have his moment. So niggas like to talk bad about Brock,
1: but look, it, like yeah. I've say, if Brock respects you, he's gonna let you be great. Plain and simple. If if he don't respect you, Braun Strowman. That's
0: when the temple will like line down.
1: <laughs> exactly. He Braun Strowman. <laughs> so it really be that way sometimes, but, uh, but yeah, Brock is a, is a really swell guy. Uh, really cool match. I enjoyed it. Um, like I said, uh, really cool sprint. And also, you can tell Brock Flanders was like, "Look, I need her to get back to uh, Canada and tend to my farm there because America sucks." Uh, so shout out to Brock man uh, and Drew man. And I'm definitely looking forward to seeing who they throw at Drew because he is technically a face <laughs> and I feel like it's too early you can't really throw Seth at him because KO just beat him and there's who's the next top heel on Raw I
0: exactly. just feel I gotta call <laughs> exactly. um is, is, is Seth it will be number one. Cause Brock probably was never top heel. He was just a nigga with the belt that was a hill.
1: Exactly. Uh, so
0: it'd be Seth.
1: Golly. AJ. And AJ's about to be on hiatus.
0: Yeah, to be on hiatus.
1: Got um Selena
0: Vegas person. Uh is that in your name? Andrade. Uh Andrade, he's a he's a hill. I'm, I'm, at this point, I'm just trying to think the heels. Uh,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: It's I really nice. hate that Kevin Owens is the face. I really do. Like,
1: like you can, you can, oh shit. Like it makes no sense to turn him heel at this point. I mean, Kevin Owens heel. It's easier just turn Drew heel. But
0: but Drew have to go against somebody that's on fire as a baby
1: face. Exactly. The only w and like, would it be too early to throw Alistair Black at him?
0: Yeah, because Alistair Black will lose. I'm and sorry, I just don't want to see Alistair
1: Black lose.
0: I don't want to see Alistair Black lose either, but it kind of makes sense. Here. That, nah, it don't make sense. I think Alistair should be the next for that U.S. title.
1: Yeah, which is a collision course uh, because Andrade either been getting hurt or drugs. So. Yeah, so he he most likely, but man, he got that Charlotte pool, bro. Man, nothing. Man, that and thing Charlotte pool could throw him in the main event. I would also say Brock Lesnar. I mean, not Brock Lesnar. I mean Bobby Lashley. Ew. I know, but it's like there's. It's just like you want him to fight somebody. I
0: think you you gotta they can't do the mistake of what they did with, with Rollins feud. And that simply put them against somebody who is extremely slow. Like how they deal with Baron Corbin with Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't do that. The fans are just going to turn on them. As much as I hate the fans, that's what it is. And mind you, like, they're not going to be at the arena for a minute. So, yeah, you probably could get away with that, but... Um, <laughs> um somebody said we should see Ember Moon till twenty twenty one and just somebody respond until she removes that non African FLY. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh but yeah. I can't think you can because I think the go to is to do South right now, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Have him ambush or the thing about bringing up the undisputed era to go against him? He's gonna squash down into the era. And hey, people's era. gonna be really like, You mad. have to be champion until like SummerSlam, and then you know Adam Cole and normally jump on you. Yeah,
1: because
0: I'm gonna be real mad too. I don't want to see Adam Cole lose that early, but he is extremely short. Extremely short.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so. It's a, it's they got time, like, like I said. I, I, I we don't know, like, Money in the Bank seems like it's gonna happen at 8 Empty Arena, uh, too. So they have time to figure it out. Shout out to Nia Jax beating Daylights out of, the, uh, this Palazzo chick who is low key thick as fuck. But, uh, <laughs> but at the same time, it's good to see the BBW got his back. But, uh, but yeah, um, so shout out to this mania, really good. Um, Definitely top top 10, top 12 conversation in terms of uh, manias. Uh, it's definitely in the upper good half of manias. That's, we could definitely say that with ease right now. And the dialogue in itself will be back for a later day. Uh, before we go into uh, basketball, uh want to quickly go over like the first two episodes of Dark Side of the Ring.
0: Did you ain't watch that new Jack?
1: Did you watch the Benoit one at least?
0: We talked about the Benoit one.
1: We did. Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like we didn't. But, uh, I think well, I we just,
0: talked about when Tyler was on here.
1: We did. Okay, there we go. That's why. Uh, well, I just talked we about... We can talk new- about that,
0: new Jack. I about to say, nigga, hey, what was that? Uh, I, I know, like, the the crazy thing about these dark side of the red thing. I ain't know of these people, but I don't want to know enough of these people to watch that. Like, Chris Benoit, I understand, he was one of my favorite wrestlers before he... Got darn frog splashed his way into hell, but just do that. All I know is he smoked cocaine and went out there and, and injured niggas <laughs> with his fist and blades and, and, and suplexes and stuff like that. But um, Humberto is in action right now. Who he about to get beat up by?
1: Um, I don't know, but I just watched Nine Jacks beat the hell out this chick, and yeah, but um. But uh I get where you coming from, uh, and all that, but for me, uh the new just my t- like you pretty much hit everything on the head what the new jack was. There was something that I was listening to one podcast. They said that uh you remember I don't think you remember Shorty, but uh one of, them, one of the Tories that was uh that was around uh in the early Tory 8, Wilson? Thousands. Not Tori Wilson. Fuck what was her name? She was with X Pac. I, mean, I, don't Story know. I can't think of it. Uh, think of her name, but uh, I think it's her name was Tori But uh, he had her nudes, and he was showing them to everybody. But she, he, she gave them to him, and she tried to sue him. And he got, he got, he beat the case pretty much. That wasn't mentioned, but they just mentioned all this in ring shit. Uh, everything you mm-hmm. said happened. Uh, he, he snorted. He said he literally said he got high. It, I think it got to a point where he said he just would just get high all the time. And then his partner—I forgot his partner's name—but when he was in, uh, what the hell was the head? freaking South? Let's see, I think it was like Colorado. It was a. It had to have been Colorado uh, wrestling uh, promotion because not. Mountain West, Mountain something. I don't know, but it's. They it, it had a sound Colorado like. Uh, mm-hmm. He was over there because that's where he started his wrestling before he got to ECW. He said his partner would uh, smoke uh, pencil shavings like weed.
0: Ah! Uh, that <laughs> I mean my hair
1: hurt. <laughs> <laughs> the nigga, I don't your hair hurt. G, you, G, you don't understand. I had to rewind and make sure I heard that right. The nigga was smoke pencil shavings, G. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, G, imagine smoking pencil shavings, my nigga. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this nigga, New Jack, was really wild, G. Uh, and the fact that they asked him why you think he de- uh, they no, they asked uh, what's that man's name? I, I swear, I'm mad. I keep forgetting these people's names. Gee, these are big wrestling figures. Uh, God, darn! I really mad. Oh, it was Smokey Mountain. Uh, Jim Cornette. There we go. Uh, Jim Cornette said he the reason why he could never go to WWE was just the fact that he was a walking problem. <laughs> I was like, of course he was. Like, gee, you had a nigga. He stabbed somebody. G. He outright stabbed the nigga, G. I don't know how and why, but he stabbed the man. He stabbed two people actually. When I think about it, he stabbed some. It, there was a uh, this was an ECW Ooh. incident where it was some. Uh, he was fighting some really really fat guy. He was really really fat. Like we're talking like my six hundred pound life fat, fat, but I'm able to walk. Uh, and dude's name was mass transit he was like some uh super super amateur wrestler so he got a ecw uh tryout, i guess to be, and he was working with devon dudley and i guess dude lied about his age and told them he was 21 when he was actually 17 so tell me why uh and then he approached new jack before the match and said hey folk um can I get some uh, offense in? And that triggered New Jack. <laughs> it triggered, him. and he said during the match, he threw Devon out the ring and told him, "Don't come back." <laughs> he told him, "Don't come back in the ring." Devon literally listened, and he and so New Jack proceeded to, uh, blade dude like on the top of the head, and literally. Like, it was a nasty type blade where dude literally just bleeding all over the place and New Jack proceeded to still be living shit out of dude. Ugh. And then dude's father was there because once again, dude was 17. He literally wanted to whoop New Jack's ass and call him a whole bunch of niggers and shit uh, in his face. Then they proceeded to sue New Jack and ECW. And that's when I threw in the group chat last night. uh Paul. to say, nigga. Yeah, and-, and he was in court. Defended New Jack and he said, and he said, Paul Heyman looked him in the face, said, because they made him say that he said, Paul Heyman said, he called him the N word. Can you say the N word? Can you say the word in court? He looked New Jack in the face, said, I'm sorry, New Jack, like he was scared he was gonna get his ass whooped. <laughs> and he said the N word. I'm like, geez, this fits, it fits so well. But yeah, that nigga was a nut. That nigga was legitimate my stuff. But the amount of times that man said, I would do a match, but before I'ma smoke a little, smoke a little coke or crack before. I was like, nigga, why, Ooh. why? And then he was telling a story about when he was a kid, and this gave me a slight sympathy, but not a lot. Because uh, then the sympathy died immediately. Uh, what he said after, like a little bit later on, he said his, his, of course, he his home was very domestic abusive, like. And his father would come on drunk and beat his mom. One time, his mom was about to leave and take the kids. He shot, his his dad shot his mama in the leg while holding him. I was like, this Whoa. nigga. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. This, this nigga really was meant to be a nutcase. But then he proceeded to say later on, refer to his mom as a bitch multiple times. I was like, "Wow, huh. yes." So uh, the man really is wild as hell. Like I say, watch it because it's like you just sit there and be like, "Wow." And also his uh Smoky Mountain West promos when he was uh with the as the gangsters his uh faction, the gangsters is probably some of the funniest shit ever. G. In terms of just black, like black promos, I respect it. G. I respect it a lot. Um, But, yeah. So, I really enjoyed it. It was hilarious. While at the same time, like, yo, this man is a danger to society. Um, He is. Extremely dangerous to society. Shout out to this man playing it smart. Uh, But I want to throw this question at you. Is New Jack the reason why a lot of black dudes couldn't get over because they feel like they couldn't have a personality? Hmm. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think we just don't got personality when we get into wrestling. It just sucks out. It's kinda like uh it's kinda like uh we have to once in every once every six black people or seven black people they get into the WWE. Uh... They they have to lose something, and some say, you know, I don't want to lose this, I don't want to lose that. So some lose their charisma and their personality, but some they, they they some out the rough who charisma is too strong, you can't lose it. It don't get sucked out. Some people like Ricochet doesn't lose it. Um, the Rock didn't lose tears. He gained tears because he didn't have when we first got in. Uh, Mark Henry never lost tears. Booker T never lost tears. I want to say MVP, but that nigga never got as far, far than the, you know, mid-boy the IC. Guy, so. um, Kofi never lost his, but it's kind of corny. Big right. E never lost his, and uh, Xavier Woods never lost his. So, but since three niggas is in a faction, it sucks all the charisma, it takes all the charisma out of the black people and put it into to a, a big faction, so it, it just it's not enough to go around, that's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. It's, it's only a limited amount. And yeah, unfortunately, that uh, us black people. New Jack ain't got nothing to do with it. New Jack is the reason this man said nigga on television. He got away with it. Um. So New Jack, New Jack scares people. You do.
1: <laughs> man, yeah, I can uh, imagine that being literally shaking people to the core. Uh, but hey, man. But uh, well, either way, uh, respect uh, for them actually doing it, finding that man. Uh, also finding D-Lo Brown to at least talk about New Jack because he did work with him as well with the gangster Faction. The fact that that faction was legit called the Gangsters, kind of blows me. But they were woke gangsters, though. She
0: racist, but hey.
1: Very. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I kind of encourage, if you haven't watched it, watch it. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, especially, you just see the black guy who's a menace to the wrestling world, G. So, um and also get away with murdering a fat white guy. Um and using white people to get out of jail. Let me talk about that one real quick. The man so this was like well after ECW, uh and all of that, and he this is when he this is the second stabbing actually. So uh I guess dude was working really, really stiff with him and like actually punched him, like legit threw punches at dude. So, dude got really mad. And he said he had Wolverine claws in his pocket for some odd reason. I don't know why. But he has Wolverine claws in his pocket. He outright, like, while they were, like, locked up, he took the knives out and started stabbing dude. Somebody called the police and said, in the crowd, and said there's a black dude stabbing a white man here. Mm. (laughs) He actually went to jail. And then dude who uh dude who was wrestling said, "Look, I would drop the charges, but you have to uh, agree to uh go on a Florida wrestling uh, tour with me so we can sell this a little bit more." G New Jack used that man to get out of jail and said he got right up out of Florida and disappeared. Oh, like this nigga, mm. I, I respect it, G. I respect that. But yeah, so, either way, uh, if you want to check it out, go ahead and watch it. It's probably on YouTube. Uh, If not, it's definitely on, uh, what you'll call it... It's (laughs) on YouTube, I believe. YouTube or video on demand on your vice, if you have vice. Uh, I really thought that that Humberto was fighting a a really big overgrown Cody... I mean, Teddy DiBiase Jr., but I guess it's not him. Uh, But yeah, so, moving on Mm -hmm. to basketball... Um, Not a lot has happened. It's been, but the major big thing that brought major happiness to my life was the fact that Woj has officially confirmed that the Bulls are looking for uh, somebody to run the front office. Uh, John Paxton, even though he will still have a job, unfortunately, will be more in the advisor role, which means that his ass is pretty much. can be easily ignored in terms of this type of situation uh and Gar Foreman will be a scout which he does really well so I'm not really mad at he does a good job drafting but um but yeah overall I'm happy it makes me really happy to see the uh the Bulls actually feel the pressure and actually do what I feel is necessary for the organization to prosper for the, the talent, the actual talent on this team to prosper, and get an actual GM and new basketball operations, whatever, and an actual coach. So, I'm really excited. We're on uh, pretty much, it seems like the Bulls w- did try to get in contact with uh Sam Presti and uh Masai Jerry from the uh, Raptors, and they pretty much said, "Now nah, we good." But the Bulls are talking trying to get permission to talk to the Heats, GM, and... I
0: think they talked to the the Jazz and Nuggets.
1: The Jazz and Nuggets. The Pacers... I don't know why the hell they want to talk to the Pacers, GM. The Pacers really, to me, don't really scream, hey, we can bring somebody over.
0: Niggas need to realize that the Raptors ain't giving up. No front office, niggas. Yeah. If I was them, I would definitely get Kenny Atkinson on the phone as a coach. Just I know they're looking for a GM, but call Kenny Atkinson, my nigga. Um... Because he can work well with a young team, as you can see. Um, and if I was to get anybody, I was to I would see if there's some Clipper head office niggas available. Um,
1: I think I heard they are looking at a Clippers guy. I've heard, like in uh, the minutes.
0: Clippers Nuggets is a good one. Um. I'm just saying, that
1: like, nobody... Gets, Toronto ain't giving nothing up. Uh, yeah, you might have to do a trade. That, yeah, Masai Ujiri ain't going nowhere. It's like, if you go to the Raptors, you're just happy. And it's like, yeah. I'm not losing this job for nothing. But yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, cool with the fact that they're looking at, like, organizations that just had a long-standing success. So I'm not mad at the Jazz guy. The Nuggets been good for a really long time. And... Uh, so I'm not, met, so I'm cool with them looking at their GM, who they got in their front office, and anybody from the Heat, I'm cool with as well. Like those are like yeah. franchises that have been successful for most of the past decade and arguably beyond. So yeah. I'm cool with uh, looking at that direction instead of just saying, "Oh, well, this seems like a, the new hot name of the streets," and I'm like, I'm good on the new hot name on the streets. I want somebody that probably knows what the hell they're doing. And that's mm, all I ask. Definitely. So, and along with that news, uh, I think started yesterday, rumors start circulating. that if major changes don't happen, Lori wants out, Lori marketing. And for one, I'm not mad at Lori for saying this, but also it makes me believe that if the changes aren't to what his liking, then he's probably going to want out. Which, I'm like, I don't know if Lori got that. I don't
0: know if Lori no I don't know if Lori got the the big nut to do that yet. Me neither. Like he me ain't either. got he ain't he ain't do anything. He was uh, he ain't do anything. Was really mid this year. I understand probably every situation. Mid the year before this it was great in rookie year. So
1: I, Lash, I, I well last year he was hurt for most of last year, and then this season was just between being mid and hurt.
0: Like, I
1: don't know. I don't respect
0: the – I don't respect, respect women. Like, I just don't like that. I, I don't like either. when you get up. It, I, I understand because you do have a dead contract in auto portal team. <laughs> you do have a uh, dead the of time still sitting there. Uh, that auto portal situation sucks, to tell you the truth. I don't know how you going to get rid of that.
1: I think this, um, he's, this is last of his contract. Let me see. Like, I think – let me double check. Let me see that.
0: Didn't they give him money,
1: though? No. No. Thank God they didn't. Uh out not a contract. Um, so, so, they I just think. probably ate that contract?
0: If they did, that's understandable.
1: Yeah. Like, because I think they that's the Bob, part of the Bobby Porter trade. Dang, they got one more year of that contract. <laughs> and it's $28 million. What, what? Oh, okay. I'm about to say, gee, this nigga had a trade kicker, but that was, that was when... He was traded originally, so... Okay, that's fine. Wait. He has, it was, Actually, it's a player option. Mm-hmm. So, he... He ain't gonna sit there and lose out on $28 million. That nigga about to be a bull next year. So... Mm-hmm. uh, But, yeah. But, I feel like depending on who the bulls get, it'll be a nice change of culture. Uh... It would definitely be a nice change of culture. Whoever they do get, I'm pretty sure Kenny Atkinson is high on the list because I feel like you need to get somebody who is well-established, does really well with young players, and Kenny Atkinson fits that bill perfectly. And even though I feel like KD and Kyrie scared this man to death, KD respected the man enough to say he wanted to work with him at one Hmm. point. There was a point where KD, so it's like you can use that as leverage with free agents as well. How I look at it, and like I said, you have an entire season to kind of impress Giannis. you they they have a season to impress him. Say like you have the young talent sit there and be like, "Yo, Giannis, you could come here and still be the man in a bigger city. You stay east so you could dominate." don't need to go west and compete with uh lebron getting probably another summer off uh because there's a good chance basketball ain't coming back so lebron's about to have, like, yeah. another entire summer off you go west steph curry's gonna be well rested clay's about to be well rested draymond's gonna be motivated so he because the man sitting there being treated like the forgettable backstreet boy and there's also a chance that the goddamn Wars have James Wiseman slash uh, Lamella Ball on their basketball team next year. So, yeah. Um, but overall, the Bulls have time to show f- for not this upcoming free agent class because this is a very, very mid free agent class outside of Andre Drummond. And there's even a chance that he may stay with the Cavaliers if the money's right. I feel bad for the man. Definitely. Um, but, either way, uh, but either way, respect to, uh, I'm glad that the Bulls are finally doing this, and just do it better than the Knicks, please, 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 that's all I ask, um, anything else, basketball, we really need to cover?
0: You know, I should talk, we can talk about that, I don't know if we are talking about that or we talk but the that small old tournament they had oh, that's yeah. still going on. Yeah, you know, more talk about it here. I'd rather though. talk about it
1: here than Black Otaku. that's not really the realm for that. Um, but uh, it's cool. From like, I only watched a few. Like, I've been watching more like bits and pieces instead of whole games because some of these dudes really don't have a personality outside of Patrick Beverly where it's TV entertaining. But uh, yeah. seeing literally Derek Jones. Use Ilya Sova to lock up Kawhi Leonard and KD got mad and said that's not realistic. It's comical, It's hell. But also just seeing niggas actually getting blown out hor- horrifically on two Ks comical is hip. comical is hip as well. Like Boogie literally getting forty ball. Niggas was getting forty ball. And also I think it also shows niggas know who the broken teams are because whoever had the Bucks was forty ball was beating the hell out of niggas. Ooh, niggas man. know Giannis is broken, G, and that they have probably some of the easiest shooters in the game. Man, to work
0: with. Yeah, speaking of that, I went. I trying to get Dustin three times today. Mind you, I won all three times. But man, I had to sweat for that last one though. Yeah. league yeah Giannis, and I couldn't score over him. Hey man, he still won,
1: but yeah, it's just man, I don't Giannis know. Mean, is crazy. Giannis is Giannis is arguably like one of the most craziest niggas to go against on 2K because like if you think. LeBron back in Miami heat days was ridiculous in terms of somebody like you pick and you know you about to do godly things with Giannis is that times two because not only is he athletic as hell and probably has a extremely high dunk rating and all the right badges, but he's tall. He's tall on top of it. So it's like it makes him even more dominant G and then it doesn't help that that team actually has shooters. Legit shooters, man. It, niggas with easy releases. I can attest because I literally made a great comeback with the Bucks just by shooting threes one time. And then you're letting Giannis cook niggas. So, but that Bucks team is really good on 2K. So I'm not shocked that everybody who used the Bucks literally won their games by more than 10. But, uh,. Wait and I know the games continue tomorrow. Let me see who plays who. Let me look at this really, real quick. Um NBA play, two K players tournament. Also, it was funny Devin. Uh, when Michael Porter Junior. asked Devin Booker, "Hey, you want to play as our teams?" And nigga said, "Nigga, you think I'm about to play with them weak ass niggas? Like dead ass? Like, gee, fuck, I look like playing them niggas." Um. <coughs> All right, is this the bracket? Please tell me this is the bracket. All right, here's the bracket here. Um, so Derek Jones is going to play Montrezl Harrell. Uh, Devin Booker is going to play Rui Hachimura. Trey Young, yeah, Trey Young is going to play DeAndre Aiden. Drummond is going to play uh, Pat Beth. So, those that's the next round. I think some of those games are tomorrow. So, the, these games will be on ESPN. I might check, check them out since I'm nothing's really going to be on TV. Because the, they tweaked by letting this be around Mania weekend. So, you're competing with Mania. For me, at least. So, because I'm not in a rush to watch niggas play 2K uh, online and not face-to-face. That's probably another thing, like... Niggas probably realize how trash 2K servers are, and all of that. So, but
0: uh, uh, breaking news: Dana White securing a private island for UFC fights.
1: I, do I have a type of money based? Um, you dig here? I hope I do. Nah, no, I really don't. But that's a flex. <laughs> that's dead as a flex, and. Yeah, that's really a flex. And also, uh, another thing basketball-wise to uh, quickly talk about, they did, uh, even though there is a possibility we may not see basketball come back this year, they did, uh, the NBA and the players are trying to have a meeting and said meeting they would uh, also see about setting up like consistent testing because more than likely if they do come back, it's going to be in neutral sites just to protect the players. Uh, but they're looking into, like, every type of procedure possible to protect the players and try to get the season going. So, something to think about. Also, uh, the the Hall of Fame class has been confirmed. Uh, Kobe, Tim Duncan, and KG will be the headliners of the 2020 NBA, well, Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, so, respect. Also, other people in it. Who you think
0: – Gets
1: it? never man, go send some other people. Uh hold on. I don't want to make. Hold on, let me pull it up. Alright, here you go. So, Kobe, Tim Duncan, oh, oh, uh, Eddie Sutton, now. a college basketball coach, Rudy Tomjanovich, uh, a former NBA player, coach as well. Uh, Tamekin Catchings, one of the best WNBA players to do it. Uh, some NCAA coach named Kim Moki. Moki? His name's really Moki. Uh, some chick named Barbara Stevens. And a FIBA executive known as Patrick Ballman. So, so that's the whole class. Still gonna be sad the fact that Kobe isn't going to do his speech. Extremely sad. Uh, prayers for his wife once again. Because that is a lot of pressure that's, that's gonna be put upon her to uh do that speech for him. um. But, yeah. Mm, what, mm, yeah, but what was you about to say? Who do you think gonna get it next year? Uh, Let me see who's eligible for next year. 2021 eligible. Because I know Bosch is definitely gonna be in it. Uh, Basketball Hall of Fame. Eventually, you have to throw in Ben Wallace and Chris Webber as well. Eventually. Um, Alright, hold on. we Here we go. So, Eligible play It's 215 players currently eligible. So, I really hate the fact that it's in this order. Is there a way I can, like... We'll figure it out. But yeah, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Kobe Bryant, uh... Sean Marion is eligible. He's been eligible for a minute now. Chauncey Phillips. Buck Williams. Shout out to Buck Williams. Cause uh that man put up probably the most crazy stat line between that we ever seen on 2K. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to look at legit players. Bill and not in the Hall of Fame. That's crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: This is the reason why I say no, that, I don't, I don't he, kinda, like, his, I say he has basketball, a case, though. not just on pistons. You mean like ain't he a coach somewhere or something? Yeah, he
1: did. He was coaching the WNBA. He was like one of the pioneers for WNBA, actually. Okay. So, but there we go. Then when I I'm like that's I'm why I'm, so I'm saying good. his his <laughs> resume overall helps him get sent. That's why.
0: As long as I like to hold that, that, that Pistons
1: team over your head,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know Look, man, them. it's people with less in. That's all I'm going to say, but uh, let's see. But, yeah, so, Sean Marion has a case. Chauncey Billups has a case.
0: Chauncey definitely will be
1: there next year. Uh, Chris Bosh. Ben Wallace
0: def- ain't get it this year, right? Nope. I mean, not Ben, Wa- yeah, ben Wallace. Yeah,
1: Ben Wallace, uh, yeah. Probably.
0: Chris Bosh. Okay, Chauncey, Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh definitely getting it.
1: Um... It- Ben Wallace is still not in. Mark Jackson still isn't in. Damn. Um, Shock, but Sean Kemp is still not in the Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Chris Webber still not in. Understandable. Damn. Well, look, man. To me, man, to me, he belongs. I'm gonna keep it real. Since it's the Basketball Hall of Fame, Stefan Marbury might get in. Should get in in the near future too. Yeah. Yeah, like the, like he had a really respectful NBA career, plus the stuff he done over in China gets him in off off that alone. Um, y'all yeah, really don't see nobody else that's worth a Damn, who? I'm trying to see who's eligible next year. Who is eligible next year? No, I don't care about baseball, basketball. Hall of Fame. Because I think Paul Pierce's name comes up, and even though I hate bringing him up, but he will have a case. Okay, before. Paul Pierce will be there next year. Um... Let's see. Yeah, so 2021, Paul Pierce, Bosch, Chris Webber, they threw in Sean Marion's in there, Ben Wallace is thrown in there, Charles Billups was thrown in there. Uh, Tim Hardaway, if he never was homophobic, he would been in... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah so in terms of the only person who's like eligible for next year that's definitely going to get in amongst like with Bosch is going to be Pierce this who? Paul Pierce so like the, mm. I feel like next year the guaranteed two will be Bosch and Pierce um which makes it to me where it's like you kinda have to throw Chris Webber and Ben Wallace in. Mm. You have to, like you. What do you think with Rasheed Wallace we get in though? The thing with Rasheed Wallace is he's in the. It's like he's in the Sean Kemp type conversation. Whereas there like, was a little thing
0: on NBA Twitter when it was Rasheed Wallace versus Chris Webber. Who you taking? And I sat there and pondered. Because somebody said the best, if you need a number one, you take you take whoever. But if you need
1: everything else, you take Rasheed. It's like, to me, Rasheed was good. Like, Rasheed was really freaking good. And maybe I just need to go back and watch, like, prime Rasheed Wallace. Like, when he was on the Blazers. Yeah. To fully, like... But it's just like he was good, but no matter what, I can't sit there and say he was better than Chris Webber.
0: Like, I don't just, know why this came out. Of. I, this came out of nowhere, but I know we not a list. Uh, show. Well, one list we should do is, especially if this thing going to like July with this whole coronavirus stuff. NBA players who woke up and they was just garbage.
1: <laughs> oh man, that's not even gonna Dan be Dan Williams, Andrew Biden.
0: That's who just woke up. And it was like, I don't think I I don't think I, I don't
1: think I got it anymore. I wouldn't even say they just woke up and well, Andrew Biden wasn't just wake up and be garbage. That nigga just didn't care no more. <laughs> he just didn't who else? care. Who else can be? But yeah, it's a decent amount of players like that, like who just woke up and was just like I just don't got it no more. But uh, it. it is. It's sad, but but yeah, Rasheed Wallace. Like I, I, it just doesn't sit with me to put him ahead of Chris Webber, especially like when you look at both careers. Like yeah, Rasheed Wallace was arguably the second. Yeah, he was the second option on those Pistons teams, the, the championship Pistons team. He was the second option. Arguably, he was the most important piece because once they added him. They were good because they had a legit second scoring option. And in that finals against the Spurs, that went seven games. Even though I hate watching that series. It's boring-ass basketball. He was not scared of Tim Duncan. He was not Ooh. scared of Tim Duncan. So he was going at Tim. Not saying he prospered each time, but he won against Tim Duncan. So, Ooh. like... So like that's one thing about Rasheed he he wasn't no he wasn't no hoe he like I, even though I feel like this term's overused he was legit a dog you gotta be a dog you gonna have a freaking patch in the back of your head and no, not my, get to take my, care my of my
0: God I just I almost just thought Big Show was about to win the title with Drew McIntyre bro that kick out bro my heart dropped
1: mm. be that way but uh but yeah. But, yeah, like, I, I, I totally understand, like, why people would feel that way. But I just overall feel like Weber's the better all-around player. It's just people on Twitter have a thing for niggas out dogs. So, oh, mm-hmm. Big Show's here now. Okay, I see. Um, my thing is really behind because I kind of trailed my TV like five minutes behind. Uh, But, yeah, it's just it don't niggas, sit well. I think be, it's behind
0: on my end, too. It's the way you got the um –
1: I'm watching mine's off DVR, so, like, I'm yeah, not watching yeah. it live, Uh, but, yeah, so, Big Show's here now, yeah, so, um, ironclad contract, shout out to that, but, um, that nigga said, that nigga got them
0: dates you gotta got, though, <laughs> good too, you know, yeah. like, all right, Big Show, you gotta work one day in 2020,
1: you already worked a few of them, but, uh, do you legit feel Sean Marion's an MVP? I mean, uh, a Hall of Famer? No, but, but you said something. So go ahead. I just think I don't, think, his I don't know his college is
0: career. His credentials. Indiv- individually, he was okay.
1: Four-time All-Star, G. Two-time second-team All-NBA. You're right.
0: You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right second-team. And this it is also pretty damn good.
1: Back. But you say it
0: best. So niggas in there for less, so. Yeah, yeah, his
1: nigga's in there for less. That's my point. So, because, like, this is also pretty crazy. For his career, 15,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, 1,000 blocks, 500 uh, three pointers. That's pretty damn good. And he has a ring again. And he, he was on that Mavericks team that uh, took LeBron's, uh, almost took ruined LeBron's legacy. So, he he has history. So. Even though I really don't remember him on that team. I really don't. But uh but yeah, so I think Sean Mayer has a look good case. Um I'm trying to see. But yeah, so that's that. Uh I don't think we have nothing else to really talk about basketball wise. You already talked about Dan you already broke the breaking news that Dana White to by private island. Shout out to him for doing, trying to do that.
0: Uh, Khabib, if Tony Ferguson is finally canceled, now it's Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje. I don't know who that is. Uh, Justin Gaethje is really, really good. He's one of them. I'm a really, really good fighter, but I'm not Khabib. So. You get Khabib from Um, I think. Yeah, was it Justin, yeah, Justin Gaethje was a test for Khabib. I think he was... During his little title run, I think he was the only person he really didn't finish. Oh. So, yeah. Um, but be you know, he going through that rush of stuff. So and Putin said you either leave this country in the casket or whoever come <laughs> in this country leaving it in the casket. So it's <laughs> what it is. Um exactly. other than Habana Island, um a whole bunch of events getting pushed back, so Yeah.
1: I can't wrestle at the moment. I mean, you see at the moment. Well, all right. Well, but uh, that's the, end of the episode on that note. Uh, appreciate you guys for listening. And make sure you follow us on uh, Threes from the Ring at 3S from the Ring. We uh, appreciate the follows. We appreciate the interactions of the sorts. Um, despite, and I won't really, really gonna stress, we are think, we're gonna be as creative as possible. Uh, with content for this podcast because even though there ain't probably not going to be no basketball coming back, we're still going to talk about the shit. Wrestling too, if, if the shit going hide us. like it's stuff we got to talk about. Uh, we're still going to do our top, we said top 15 each position or was it top 10? You said you want to, uh, make it harder. So top 15. All right. So top 15. The easiest
0: one is going to be centers and point guards. Hit that small forward. We're going to be scratching our head. Because <laughs> yeah, after six, you... Uh, uh, Probably after 10.
1: <laughs> after 10, is going to be like, all right, bro.
0: Nigga, after six, bro. Not it's really.
1: Like
0: six. Okay, what? K- Not only a KD, Kawhi, Bron,
1: Larry. Larry. Bro.
0: Julius Irvin.
1: Julius Irving. Dominique is in the conversation. Scotty, um, Dominique, Scotty, Paul Pierce, and it's yo, getting got,
0: and it it sucks. I'm saying that, but it's getting worse after
1: that. You got to throw John check in there. I think. <laughs> All right. right, you even let me put folks in the top fifty. Folks. <laughs> <You even laughs> let me put
0: him in the top fifty, and you talking about putting John. I dribble the ball with one finger. Have a check up in there, man.
1: And look, man like, that. that's that's gonna be the fun of it, G. Because you actually got to do your research. You might have to look at some player highlights. So, like, <laughs> right, that's gonna be the fun of it, G. Oh, I'm looking at Cliff Hayden, he's going crazy. Oh yeah, James Worthy's in the conversation in there too. So oh yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll
0: that was disrespectful so, of us I'm not putting James Exactly. News. Like
1: once you start like look at, thinking of teams and who's on those teams and the players and just looking at the accolades.
0: It's going to be pretty easy. Rudy coming
1: Hell no. Hell um, no. Okay. Like, ain't, sorry, nope. Uh, but yeah, Mellow is in the conversation too. So. Uh, not oh yeah. Mellow
0: be a power forward though? So Mellow didn't really turn. come
1: a power forward until like the end of his next years. Ooh. So, um, but yeah. Power forwards actually might be pretty easy too. There's a crap ton of good power forwards. But, uh, but yeah, we're going to do that. Uh... I don't know if we're going to actually do 50, our 50 greatest wrestlers. Because I feel like that's unreasonable. Extremely unreasonable. But we can try. We will try. Uh, mm. We'll definitely try. So, uh, so expect that. Other type of content as well. Uh, we're also going for wrestling. We're going to probably look back at old pay-per-views and uh, give our takes on said pay-per-views as well. For that, I think we should also look at the lead-up Raws and SmackDowns, too, leading up to those to kind of kind of give context and all of that, too. So so we got ideas, and we're throwing that at each other and see what sticks. So, but we got content for you, niggas. So be on the lookout. We appreciate you guys for listening, and peace.
0: A z.